love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz Happens Live from our radio hub for Tuesday, September 11th, 2018. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. And you know what? September 11th, it's always a... a, a for radio host and, and even TV host and stuff, it's, it's it's a weird day to do a show. We are definitely going to acknowledge it today. We're definitely going to remember it. We are definitely going to talk about it today. But we're also going to uh, you know try to have a lift, a, you up. lift you up a little bit too, have a good show, and we'll make fun of Tanner, the millennial skinny jeans and stuff like that. <laughs> There's Drew. I've got that new password feeling. It's a good feeling, isn't it? Yeah, I changed the password on something, and they sent me an email like, how do you like that new password feeling? <laughs> I guess it's good. Tanner the Millennial is right over there. I woke up in a strange way today. I accidentally rolled off my bed and hit my face on the floor. And there's Bethany, the mouth from the South. Watching the NFL yesterday, I just got to say, you can't teach heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's all polished and primped for Team Picture Day, our host, Luffins. All right, I'm going to provide you with a special warm-up jam, all right, just to warm everybody up a little bit before we begin Today's festivities, come on. Now, a little story about this song. My, I used to listen to this uh, when I was in junior high school with my older brother Brady in his Jeep. Chris Ledoux! I can see you got your eye on this old cowboy. And I can tell you never had one for your own. Or you never been around one. Now you're thinking that you found one. Well, it might be kind of fun to take him home. You giggle every time that I say yes, ma'am. There's guard. And I get this feeling if I held you tight. You'd be seeing his and hers, buckles, boots, and spurs. But that's feeling you'll get over, over now. What you gonna do? Cause what you gonna do with a cowboy? Sing it. When that old rooster crows at dawn. When he's lying there instead of getting out of bed. And putting on his boots and getting gone. What you gonna do when he says, honey, I got a half of mine to stay. What you gonna do with a cowboy when he don't saddle up and ride away? What do you think, my buddy Chris Ledoux? Just Ledoux. I like it. Just I love what you're talking about. Just Ledoux it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That's our, our special pre-show warm-up jam. Yeah. Yeah. Don't mess with Chris Ledoux. You got to Ledoux it. In life, like my buddy Garth Brooks says, just Ledoux it. You know what's interesting? Before the show, Tanner the Millennial and I, uh, we were just kind of gathered around the radio. <laughs> and uh, we were, man, we were listening to Midland, weren't we, bud? We, oh. Man, we were chilling to some. I pull, pull up some. Okay. Pull up Midland's jam real quick. Just see if you could pull up a little Midland the one we montage. Were talking about? Yeah, you could pull up their brand new jam. Uh,. This is what's the name of Midland's brand new one? Uh, Burnout. Check it out. Watching cigarettes burn out. All the neon gets turned out. I was so harmful for you, it hurts. I like it. That was the cigarette can burn out. 
Isn't that a good country sound, y'all? Midland? Yes, Just watching nice. rivers run down the side. See, Drew, new by. country isn't always bad. Almost that's because dry. this that's is because good country. It's country. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of that. So, oh, we're going to have a good show today, you guys. Stand by the What Are You Kidding Me stories of the day. On the way, here comes Tuesday. Let's go. This is the Fit Show. It happens live. And now, and now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Really quick right now, I'm trying to pimp my gram. So uh, check it out. You can get breaking What Are You Kidding Me? stories. Like if you follow me on Instagram, how do they do that, Tanner? All they have to do is go to the search bar, type in follow, F-I-T-Z, click on your page and give you a follow. Out of Philadelphia, extra credit. You know, to get good grades in school, you you work hard, you study hard, you pay attention in class and stuff like that. Or if you attend uh, Link High School in Philadelphia, you can just bribe the teacher. (laughs) You see, it seems humanities teacher Amanda Richardson has been removed from class after she was accused of taking bribes from students. (laughs) I love how it's a humanities teacher. (laughs) In exchange for better grades... Uh, a statement from the district read, we are aware of the situation, and once it was brought to our attention, we acted immediately. <laughs> I wonder what, I mean, what, she must have been getting some cold, hard cash. I mean, what kind, I mean, what kind of stuff yeah. can you really get from students, though? I mean, they're like, listen, can you, if so can you. Are you crazy? Give me an extra for some, twi- for like a 20. Okay. Maybe Here's I'll, a I'll gas give you the card extra, my mom made I'll give you me. my tater tots after lunch. <laughs> you know what? We've been in our kids' Snapchat, so you know what those kids are capable of. I'm just. I'm telling listen, you, don't, don't like underestimate them. Destruction. Yeah. <laughs> she, it's not like she wasn't teaching them a valuable lesson because you can either work hard and study hard, or you can buy your way out of trouble. That's a life lesson that will carry you through your life. I agree. I mean, I, maybe we should teach that the people with the money <laughs> always win. You should not bribe <laughs> teachers. Based off of things that I've witnessed and a bunch of people I know, it seems like the people with the money always win. <laughs> yes. It's jacked up, but it's true. Let's go to page two. Why are you kidding me? I'm going to take you down under from Australia. That's not kangaroo poop. Over in Brisbane, Australia, one resident was really sick and tired of an extremely rude jogger who apparently was in the habit of dropping little deuces on the jogging trail in the wee morning hours about 30 times a year. (gasps) Wow. So the fed up residents waited in the dark. And then they got what they came for. A photo of the alleged culprit in the act with his pants down and the toilet paper in his hand. The image is going viral online in Australia. And it was an image of 64-year-old Andrew McIntosh. What is wrong with people? Come on, Andrew McIntosh. He's been charged with dropping deuces in the in the park. Joggers, man. Yeah, it's like a global epidemic now. Joggers right. can't hold Wait, was it. Was that superintendent? Yeah, and then there's yes. a lady in Denver before that. And then, I mean, what is going on? I just want to think... I think I have an I have a little theory. It's that when you're jogging, you get the endorphins going, no. and all of a sudden you got to go. But no, you have to go. But I mean, we all know that they could go off the trail, right, right, and do this. But I think that there's like some sort of a little poop thrill to them, that they they know that they're going to really screw up someone's day if they do that on the trail. Some people and are serial killers, and some people are serial poopers. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, and then some people are pooper scoopers. <laughs> and there you go. You got the. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live.
everybody. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. How's everybody doing today? You good? <laughs> well, welcome to what I consider really, you know, one of the toughest days of the week. It really is. No question. Um, but you know what? It's it's beginning of the week. It's another week starting over. And sometimes, believe it or not, you guys, I feel like it's my obligation to kind of let you know through song about some stuff going down in the world. Is that okay with you? You know, we've done this That's before. Cool. Mm-hmm. I actually ask y'all to participate with yeah. me in, in song. I've yes. actually learned a- Quite often during the show. I look forward to this because <laughs> it's a bunch of new stories that I don't even know about. <laughs> well, not only that, but um, in wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, feel free to sing along because another week is starting over. <laughs> Serena Williams going cray and now we have more hurricanes. NFL is back going on week two. More Amarosa audio, she's making her own TV show. North Korea, South Korea, where did those nukes go? Today we remember 11 of September, it's a day many lost their lives right in front of our eyes. Afghanistan, SEAL Team 2753, Bin Laden blown away, God bless the USA. Another week starting over, yeah we're going insane and it's only Tuesday. Another week starting over. There'll be much more crazy by this time on Friday. Another week starting over. Yeah, we're going insane and it's only Tuesday. Another week starting over. There'll be much more crazy by this time on Friday. Yes. Let's remember today, you guys. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. All right. Uh, is there anyone out there listening right now that can actually admit they're a really, really bad driver? Anyone? Me. Okay, yeah. I, I am I, uh, awful. You are a horrible driver, Tam. I morning. should not have a license. Well, according to a, a study, it says the answer is 4%. Yep. Only one out of 25 people were willing to say that they are probably a, quote, Below average driver. One <laughs> out of 25 people. But yep. there is a lot more bad drivers than that. For example, Drew, whenever Fitz rides with them. Oh, I get uh, sick. Yeah, I've got trophies to prove how good of a driver I am. I'm Ex- a rally what? champion. Yeah, you Ex- drive what? like you're in a rally car Hold on up. the road. What do you mean? What do you mean you have trophies to prove you're a great driver? I have trophies of the rally championships I have won. I can handle my vehicle. I am in full control at all times. Isn't that where a bunch of old dudes get out there and like beat up cars and drive around on dirt roads? Sounds about right yeah sliding sideways at speed that's ultimate oh, car control on. beyond the limits of, of isn't that, traction isn't that kind of like uncle rico and napoleon dynamite no. <laughs> s- saying man i could have won state aren't you trying to like pretend you're like dale earnhardt uh, or something i did win state so in what rally like I said, that's a bunch of old dudes yeah. trying to leave their girlfriends on the weekends and drive on dirt roads. Drew's and t- over here bragging about his go-kart races. <laughs> Are you insulted, Drew? I am. He goes, Very insulted. Are you trying to say he goes to the kids? Yeah. It's like Malibu speed zone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, Drew. Mr. Rally Car Man. All right. Uh, sorry. Choose your news. 
Uh, a recent study says that about 65% of millennials sleep in the nude. Oh, that is and, so gross. Wait, and wait, wait, based wait. on the study results, people who sleep in the nude report more satisfying sleep and having more laundry time. That's right. Oh, that's right. Ironically. Uh, so, you know, this is going to really devastate the PJs industry. The, the people yeah. who make pajamas, right? right? It's going to kill them. But I guess uh, we all have marching orders. Go out there and Strip down and go to bed. Well, you gotta let it breathe. You gotta yeah. let them breathe. I mean, that's I how always, I sleep. I always slept like that for the longest time before we had, you know, like kids <laughs> running in right. all the time and stuff. Sure. So, but it's a comfortable thing to do. But is. you can't it's do it with babies in the bed. No, you can't. I would no. sleep that way, and Drew and I live together. My oh. biggest fear is when I go get a thing of running up some water in, in the middle of the night. He's gonna walk into the kitchen. Once. Why don't you put <laughs> on Rose, a get robe. a bathroom? Right. <laughs> Tanner the Millennial, choose your news. A new study says that positivity can really cut the risk of heart attack. Scientists at Northwestern Harvard School of Public Health examined all existing evidence leaking psychological well-being to cardiovascular health. So basically, to cut the crud, ba- basic- being happy means you won't have a heart attack. <laughs> I was going to say, so basically, you're, what, you're going to be... Uh, Croaking out in about a week or so? I'm going to be dead by 25. <laughs> I took something else from it. I took I don't have to work out as long as I have positive thoughts. <laughs> New workout plan. <laughs> hey, uh, my name's Drew. I'm going to be over here uh, watching everybody else do yoga. <laughs> Good vibes yoga. Just keep a positive outlook on things. All right, there you go. Choose your news. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Welcome to the show, everybody. Um, you know, it is September 11th today, and this is a day that we all need to uh, remember. Never forget. Never forget. Reflect. Um, something I will, I will never, ever forget, and something uh, America will never, ever forget. I do walking tours of the 9-11 Memorial for the 9-11 Tribute Center. And I meet people on my tours from all four corners of the globe. On every one of my tours, I mention that most people don't remember what they did yesterday. But I have had so many guests on my tours come up to me and say that they remember every single detail about where they were and what they were doing on September 11th, regardless of where they're from. When you talk to anybody, say, you know, and you tell them where you were on September 11th, they'll tell you exactly where they were, because even though they may not have been in the building, but they'll definitely remember where they were. And people always remember every single moment of that day around the world, because September 11, 2001, is not just New Yorkers' story. It's not, it's not just my story, but it is international. Uh, part of history and a history of every single person in the world. Never forget where I was. I was uh, I was a baby DJ in Dallas, Texas, and I was doing a night show at a station in uh, a station in Dallas, Texas called Kiss FM. And uh, oh, I uh, I walked in. I uh, I was woke up and uh, I walked in live to the second plane mm-hmm. hitting as mm-hmm. I walked in the room wow. and I saw it uh, and I remember thinking at that point I was just like all I want to do is protect my babies that's all I cared about not, uh, not you know yeah, yeah I remember thinking are we under attack like what is going on I mean I, yeah. I was the same way for me I, I was in bed 
and I had a radio shift that was coming up, but mine was during the day, so I was about, I was getting ready for the day. Right. And my mother actually had come in. She was screaming. I mean, she she screamed, "Oh my god!" Because she had seen the first, and she was watching the footage. And I ran in, and mm-hmm. that's whenever I too saw the second plane. For me, I was in my second week of kindergarten. I know I'm only 22 years old, but this is one of the first memories that I Do have you, was this tragic event. Tell me about how, how detailed these memories are for you, if you don't mind. This is engraved in my mind. It's I, I was sitting on my mom's bed, and she had a TV in her room, and I was sitting there just watching, because every morning she would have the news on. Yeah. And she came in, and she said, son, a tragedy happened today. Hmm. And you'll never forget that. You were, just, you were just a baby. Yeah. Drew, you were actually, uh, Mike, right around the time you were uh, uh, a United States Marine. Tell me what you remember about 9-11. Well, I was out of active duty time. I was in my reserve time. And in fact, I was right at the end of my reserve time. So I was basically looking at being done, getting out. Uh, I was managing a bar at the time. So my alarm clock went off. Uh, and I used to listen to Howard Stern when he was in Tresor Radio. So my alarm, or you know, I'd, it would come on clock radio. And it came onto that report, and I thought, oh, this is some bit they're doing. This is ridiculous. And then, but the seriousness of the way it was reported, yeah, and it yeah. wasn't anyone from Howard Show, it was just a news broadcaster, mm-hmm. female. And I, so I, I had a TV in the room, and I turned it on, and that's when I realized what's happened. And for me, the experience was I thought, well, here we go. Like, I'd been a Marine all through peacetime for, for eight years at this point, or six years at that point. And I thought, well, I'm not getting out next month, because next wow. month, October, was my last month and, in the Marine Corps. And you were thinking, wow, something's here about to go, go down. Well, I'm going to get an extension. Go. Yeah. We're going to war. Yeah. Wow, we're yeah. going to war. That's, I mean, a lot of people, we had no idea what to think. And not only that, but then I happened to also be on the radio in the city where George Bush was on Air Force One. And he he flew down to Barksdale Air Force Base, which is in my town. Streetport, Louisiana. And that's where he yeah. did yeah. his press conference from. Wow. So it was a big deal then, too. Where were you? On this day, we'd love to hear from you, uh, and you could, you know, even post on our Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash Follow Fence. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, stand by for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way from Bethany, the mouth from the South. Well, one huge country star is facing breakup rumors with his A-list Hollywood wife. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you all the info, all the details coming up. Drew standing by with the Tuesday reality check. In battle, chairman and CEO Les Moonves is out at CBS. The media titan forced to resign amid even more sexual harassment allegations. That is big news because for perspective, Les Moonves has been running CBS for over 20 years. He's considered the single most powerful man in television. David Letterman always used to refer to talk about Les Moonves all yep. the time on the yeah. show, right? Yep. Well, David that. Letterman was on CBS. Yeah, right. that's right. Uh, so, you know, obviously this is after a lot of... Uh, sexual impropriety allegations mm-hmm. and there were initially there were six or seven women mm-hmm. about a year ago a little less than a year ago and recently 20 more came forth oh i didn't know 20 more i wow. think i think it's as many as 20 because apparently this is a a habit or a pattern that's been going even since his before his cbs time when he was running telepictures uh wow. i mean it and the the 
reports are pretty bad. So I mean, it was like, very this is, aggressive this stuff. This is something yeah. he's done his entire career. Now, here is the problem. So he already agreed to give $20 million to a Me Too movement charity, but... A lot of people are upset because he may be getting a hundred million dollar package to get out of a, a, a hundred and fifty three million dollar golden parachute, and yes. I get and I, which is part of his contract. So, so right, which is part of his deal. And so, Drew, correct me if I'm wrong. A lot of the the victims are really upset about him getting this $153 million payout. Oh, yeah. Everyone's upset about this. This is the talk of Hollywood right now is is. do you get uh, rewarded when this is the way you leave the business? Can that be considered rewarding him for all this terrible behavior? It's another thing. uh, His wife, Julie Chen, she is on The Talk. talk. Mm -hmm. I love that show with Sharon Osbourne and uh, what's the girl? What is she saying about everything? Darlene from Roseanne. She's Mm -hmm. on it. What is she saying about everything? She stood by him whenever the first allegations came out. I don't think she's made a statement since these new ones have come out and he's been forced to step down. She she did miss a day of of filming on the talk. Mm. So I wow. guess we're waiting to find out what's going on with that. And they are holding the severance right now. They, they have not given it to right. him yet. It, it, they're in talks as, as the yeah. way it's being put officially. Mm-hmm. So we know politics in the U.S. are tough right now. Really tough, but they're a little bit tougher in Brazil because one of the top presidential candidates was just stabbed at a rally right in the streets. He was stabbed. Uh, The the guy's name is uh, Yair Bolsonaro, Bolsonaro, something like that. He was stabbed in the abdomen while campaigning. His son says it's just a superficial wound and he'll, you know, he's going to rally from it. Oh, don't worry about it. It's only a flesh wound. Back, back to the fight. No, uh, remember just a couple of, seemed like a couple of weeks ago in Venezuela where we saw an assassination attempt with that drone flying by the uh, the president or something? Mm Mm-hmm. I this mean, it's just... like it's it, it's like we're watching the Bourne supremacy every day now. Yep, <laughs> it's like Jason. Really where's is. Jason Bourne? Right. It really is. Wow, I don't know. A it's drone? just cray cray. You didn't remember see that assassination attempt? Honestly, president. there's so many now. The it's drone hard for me the, to remember. This drone flew in front of the like the president of Venezuela and all this military While he was parade. A speech blew up. Whoa. <laughs> it was nuts. All right, Drew. Uh, I think that's about all the time we have. But, hey, you know, I just want to let you know you're appreciated. Thank you, sir. All right. And there you go. That's the Tuesday Reality Check. It happens live. The good. The bad. And the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Let's see what is trending. I thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, the number one movie at the box office over the weekend was The Nun. I know. Wow. I can't believe it. A I'm, huge one, too. I'm inside I mean, myself. It took down uh, the big hit, Crazy Rich Asians. Like $54 million Yeah, made that's shocking for a horror film. Somebody asked me what it was about. I'm like, ah, it's about uh, how much love my wife gave me last weekend. <laughs> that's horrifying. What? <laughs> Think about it. The nun. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lie, too. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get to the good, the bad, and the gossip right now. What's up? Okay, let's start with the good. Marion Avila, I think that's how you pronounce her name. She's a 21-year-old Spanish model. She has Down syndrome, and she fulfilled this sweet dream that she had to walk at New York Fashion Week. Thanks to an Atlanta designer that she met through the magic of social media. Awesome. Yeah, so she actually got to walk 
that is so fashion great. show. That's a huge, huge accomplishment. That's right. Accomplishment. So good for her. She probably had the time of her life, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Getting your makeup did and your hair done. That's enough for me. I'm like, well, yes. That, that's enough for me. Let's just go have dinner. <laughs> Anytime I can get down and get my, my feet and makeup done. <laughs> you kidding? All right, what else is going on? Okay, so moving on to the bad from one runway to another, Heidi Klum and my favorite. He is my favorite on this show, Tim Gunn. He's the one. Make it work. Make it work. He's leaving. Pro- they, they are leaving Project Runway after 16 seasons. 16 seasons? Now, I, so I have to left? be honest. I don't really care about Heidi. I mean, even though she was always the spokeswoman and all that kind of stuff and kind of the host, I really care about Tim. He was always the one in there with the designers. And yeah. Make it work. Make it work. <laughs> I love it. That's a good motto. I love That's him. That's a great motto. Yeah. No matter what, just make it work. That's going to be my new life motto. Okay, oh, so oh, I'm sure. Now let's move to the gossip. Keith Urban. He admits that it's been a bit rough explaining some breakup rumors that that have been talked about, thrown about between him and Nicole Kidman to their children. Yeah, could you imagine? Have it, yeah, have it because well, how old are their kids right now? They probably have access to cell phones, and they probably see all the gossip yeah. and stuff going right. on. So they Sun- definitely walk up to their parents, and they're like, hey, sure. what's going on with this? Of course. Sunday, so. Sunday is 10, and Faith is 7. And Keith says, when you have kids, it changes because that's really hurtful to kids, you know, to children. Yeah. They don't quite understand, and they go, why are they saying that? And you go, because it sells. It sells magazines. It's the only reason they're doing it. That part of it is a bit rough, you know, trying to explain that to kiddos. I do not wish that touring life and out on the road and playing to bus to bus to whatever to... To children. Having to maintain that energy on the stage. I don't wish that on anyone. It's hard to explain, though, to a a child how someone can make money on lies about your life. You know what I'm saying? And they just don't understand that because kids' first nature is to be honest. And they see what they believe. They they believe what they see as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's awful for kids to find out stuff about their parents on the internet. That's right. Especially the the stuff that's not even true. Yeah, it's not even true. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll keep us updated. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. That is the Fitz Files. Fits happens live. This Come on. is why today doesn't suck. Normally around this time every day we do why today doesn't suck, you know. But uh, you know, uh, today is just uh, just one of those days where we don't feel like being goofy or whatever. We we we. we um, Here's the reason why today sucks, because it was 17 years ago in 2001. At 8.46 a.m. and 9.03 a.m., two hijacked planes were crashed into the World Trade Center. Two other suicide flights crashed at the Pentagon and in the woods of Pennsylvania. A total of, Drew, I want to get this number right, 2,753 people died in the World Trade Center attacks. Yeah, that is the official number. And remember that that's... uh only of 1,642 of those are actual positive identifications of remains. They are continuing to work on that. Uh, using DNA uh, in, in every technique available, they're continuing to try to identify so, anything they have. Yeah. There are still people... Unaccounted that are for. Un- yeah. wow. They're basically missing from that day. Yeah. Uh, and so l- let's take this moment right now to think about all of the, the family who lost their loved ones on that day... Um, who had to somehow pick up and move on, right? Mm-hmm. This song is, is for you. There's a whole nother 
conversation going on in a parallel universe where nothing breaks and nothing hurts. There's a waltz playing frozen in time, blades of grass on tiny bare feet. I look at you and you're looking at me. Could you beam me up? Give me a minute. I don't know what I'd say in it. Probably just stare. Happy just to be there. Hold in your face. Beam me up. Let me be lighter. Tired of being a fighter. I think. Minutes enough, just be me up. Some blackbirds soaring in the sky, barely a breath. I caught one last sight. Tell me that was you saying goodbye. There are times I feel the shivering cold. It only happens when I'm on my own. I tell you, tell me, I'm not alone. Could you be me?
Fitz happens live. And now, here's my daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to thank you guys for everything. Thank you. Are you talking to us, or I thought you were I just talking to the Wakeums? Know, r- really, everybody, especially the Wakeums. <laughs> Wake them and shake them. <laughs> my Wakeums are my "What Are You Kidding Me?" field correspondents who send me "What Are You Kidding Me?" stories on a daily basis. What's up, Jason Lambert? We love you, dude. <laughs> he is like the MVP of Wakeums. He's great, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't mind, special consumer watch titled "Any Way You Slice It." Approximately 2,300 Americans went to the ER last year because of pizza. I repeat, they went to the emergency room because of pizza. <laughs> what in the world could pizza do to uh, make you go to the hospital? Burn you. Straight up right. I got a second degree burn from uh, Totina's pizza roll. One oh, time. you got to watch. No, that's true. <laughs> I, you, those I things are the, the temperature of the sun in the middle, and I bit into it, and it Big shot the crack right out of my hand. Yes. Did you call an attorney? <laughs> Do you have a job? Do you have insurance? Have you been burned by a piece of pizza? Call me now, the pizza lawyer. Call me now. Any way you slice it, we'll get you your money. I mean, I could understand. I'll get you your money in 15 minutes or less. But Totino's pizza rolls are serious. Yeah. That is like molten lava inside. And you're lucky it didn't get on your lip. Yeah. Not only that, man. I consider myself lucky every day. (laughs) Blessed to be here. Yes. Bless him. Hashtag blessed. Bless him. Bless him. The main injuries are, of course, cuts. Burned. How do you cut yourself? With what pizza. Thin crust? That's, yeah, that's with thin crust. Thin crust, obviously. I can jack you up, son. Oh, also injuries coming from falls when somebody was making pizza or picking it up. Boom. Boom. Also, like, reaching for it yeah. when you're in bed yeah. for your nightstand. I can imagine some people fell out of bed. Oh, gosh. Come on. Don't eat pizza in bed. Ew. What? That is my lifestyle. <gasps> you are such a slob. Let's go to page two. <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? A special what the Florida story. Cookie monster. You guys, a drunk guy in Florida recently set fire to his house while trying to bake cookies on his George Foreman grill. Oh, yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> You can make cookies on a George Foreman. No, you, no can't. you cannot. Why can't you though? Because it'll burn down your house. Because it's a grill. Yeah, that's like going outside and putting cookies on your grill mm-hmm. and grilling it. He also admitted that uh, he'd been smoking pot. Might have had uh, the yeah. occasional bath salts here and there. Oh, that might have something to do with it then. So, Story's uh, filling in. Uh, he's facing charges for that and the fire. That's just sad because cookies are normally yeah. That's a waste fill of a cookies. Person's life with joy. <laughs> and there's nothing better than a good chocolate chip cookie. Stop it. You got that right. I'm, I'm right out of the oven. There right you go. George Horman. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. On this day, I wanted to focus on... Uh, I guess you could say some good that really came from the bad. I want to tell you about this uh, guy named Rick Rescorla. He was already uh, already a hero on the battlefields of Vietnam. This guy earned the Silver Star and other awards for uh, his duties as an army officer. But check this out, you guys. He was also responsible for saving more than 2,700 lives as he sang songs to keep people calm while they evacuated 
the South Tower of the World Trade Center on September 11th. Isn't that something? Wow. Wow. The smallest thing. Yeah. The smallest thing. That can just kind of get your mind off of it, focus on what you're doing, helping you get out before, you know, I mean, that's just but, something I mean, so small. That but, Army officer training from combat obviously kicked in. Yeah. He was cool. He knew what to do. He handled a large group of people. It's amazing, instincts. right? Your, your, your training really kicks in. Absolutely. It, also, and it's to establish calm in those situations, right? Yeah. Wow. I, I, I was also reading about two Marines, two former Marines that put went you know, home, put on fatigues, went out there and started saving people. I mean, just pulling people out of rubble. Yeah. That's right. Just you literally know? went to their house. I, I read yeah. about some guy who took a ferry home, put on his stuff, went back and like nobody had heard from him for years. It just wow. helped. Um, so, you know, at this moment, let's celebrate all the heroes who definitely ran toward the danger when a lot of you know people ran the other way. And not only that, but also the unity and how the whole country came together. Yeah. You know, remember that? Remember the, yeah, remember those days, right? Instantly, yeah. Yeah. And there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Now, please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Y'all, please welcome. Now back to The Fit Show. It's Happens Live. Welcome back to the show. Everybody, and uh, if you're not a P1, man, you need to be one. I mean, you got to tune us in, you got to turn it up, keep it on, and uh, set our show is the number one button on that preset. That's what being a P1 is all about. Yeah, that's what all the P1s do. They like the show, they love the show, they lock it in on number one, that first button on the radio. That's their P1. When they lock that in, they become a member of the club. Uh, that's my buddy Drew right there. There's Tanner, Bethany, the mouth from the south. Can you guys maybe help me on something? Um, it's the strangest little situation with my Boston Terrier, Susie Lou Snuffleupagus. And maybe maybe you have uh, an animal who does this as well. But like, if I give Susie a certain treat, it's like it's only like with a couple of treats. But for some reason, when I give her like like a big piece of beef jerky or something like that, she gets it and like loses her her damn mind. She gets it, starts flipping it up in the air for a couple of seconds, and she gets paralyzed for a second, and then <laughs> she jumps I, over, and it. then she'll jump over it, and then she'll pick it up again and throw it up in the air, and then she'll run off and hide it. It's like and a I toy and a food mixed together. <laughs> I just don't know what the heck it means or why she's doing it. She tosses it in the air. Toss it in the air. Again, is paralyzed for about four seconds. And then I'll like, yeah, I'll do that. And she'll go, Rawr! and then she'll get it and flip it up in the air again, get it in her mouth. And then she'll run to another room and hide it. It's my favorite. I don't, what, what do you need help with? I mean, it sounds well, like what she's is a, it? you'd be excited your way. She'll be excited her way. Well, I'm wanting to know why she's doing it. What huh. what, what is it about certain treats that is causing her to flip. It's an order. Flip it. Paralyzation. More shock. Flip it again. <laughs> runs to the other room and hides it. And then that's about it. And I, I think she eats it later. I do the same thing with Doritos. <laughs> yeah. I can I see that. Yeah. You always have that orange stuff around on your fingers yeah. and mouth. Uh-huh. Well, maybe uh, this is like a, a special treat. Like you give her her puppuccinos every single day. But right. You would I mean, think that she would do that with the puppuccino from Starbucks. No, because it's not meat. I yeah, mean, obviously, dogs so. are more, way more keyed in on meat than they yeah. are on mm-hmm. whipped cream. Well, if anybody can maybe help me out with this, if you have any idea why my dog is behaving like this, uh, you know, 
message. I'm on my Facebook as we speak. Message me right now. Just search "Follow Fitz." Do you guys have? Uh, are there any weird things that your animals do that just like where you say, well, "Why does she do that?" Yeah, my little uh, dog, the Ace Man, has he has a lot of pride when he gets a treat. We'll give him one of those bone treats, and he won't eat it. For days or weeks, he carries it around. And he shows it when anyone comes to the house. He goes and gets it and he brings it and shows it to them. <laughs> it's he true. He just stands there he like, won't look even at my treat. It. And he doesn't eat it. I got this. T- I got this two days ago. Yeah, yeah. check it out. What do you <laughs> think? Where's yours? This is my gift. Usually, it's like the dogs want to bring like gifts to you that they find like. You've heard of dogs walking up with human fingers and like oh, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you thinking of weird? cats? Cats will bring you cats dead animals. Will bring you like yeah. birds parts of them. And, yeah. <laughs> Frogs, That's you petrifying. know, all kinds of stuff. Absolutely. Well, they're, they're, they're doing like, it as a gift. It's yeah. as a, it's, hey, hey, I love you. I, I did this. Now eat it in front yeah. of me. I brought this human ear for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Here's bird entrails. <laughs> right. Welcome to the show, you guys. Fitz Happens Live. This is the Fitz Show. Fitz. And I'm ready. I'm prepared today. That's right. Right here, coming out of retirement, the man, the legend, the once great champion. He slipped a little, but he's back to redeem his crown. Our host, the fifth. Who's mama? A yo mama. Not your mama, but yo mama. Yeah. And over here we have the once challenger now holding the crown, the unthinkable, the challenger, Tanner <laughs> the Millennium. Nobody's going to take this crown. You kidding me? I got this crown. I'm grabbing it. You're not getting this, Fitz. No, no, no. Not today. Hey, who's the guy in the skinny jeans? <laughs> Well, this is how the game works. I have two sets of questions. The first is sort of millennial-based information about their new high-speed world. We're going to see what Fitz knows about them. The second set is all about just good old salt of the earth Americana. We're going to see what Tanner, the millennial, knows as a representative of the millennial people about our world. Come on, bring it, bring it. And since Tanner took the last round by surprise, we start with him. Here we go. Tanner, your first question. Millennials all consider themselves experts on the show The Office, which we created, but they've adopted. So you should have no problem telling me what company shares the building with Dunder Mifflin Scranton. What company? What company shares the building with Dunder Mifflin Scranton? Well, the Michael Scott Paper Company. No. That 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 technically wins. That is not the answer I'm looking for. They share the same building on, in man. the office. Phyllis is married to this guy. Oh! No, 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 I got no, it! I got you can't it. do it Go ahead, Fitz. DC Distribution Center. Oh, that is incorrect. Can I come in for a half point? I'll give you a half point. Bob Vance's Refrigeration. Vance Refrigeration is the answer. You got a half point on the <laughs> yeah. rebound. This game is definitely going to be played under protest. I haven't, really, here we go. I haven't really gotten to the office yet, so I'm sorry. You go need ahead. to. Oh, okay. Fitz, this one comes to you. You should have this no problem. Millennials are are moving more and more towards watching NFL highlights and online snippets instead of watching the actual games on TVs like the rest of us. Uh, Millennials polled say it's because the games are just too long for them to pay attention to. The average NFL game broadcast length is this long. And if you don't get exactly closest it, to wins. In real time or what, we, what I'm what, able what to we watch, watch them right TV. now? No, what we watch on TV. Oh, uh, 
three hours and seven minutes. That is exactly correct. Fitz gets the point. What? You are so lying to me. I am me. not kidding you. I am not three kidding you. Three hours and seven minutes. Three hours and seven <laughs> minutes is the exact length. <laughs> I am I shocked. I swear I pulled that out. That might be the luckiest guess of that, all time. You. Oh, my goodness. I think you cheated. That's a point and a half. I swear that was completely pulled out. All right, Tanner, back to you. Don't worry. This next one's also easy. You'll get it no problem. You'll be back on top. How many NFL teams have birds as their mascot? Oh, that's so easy. I'm going to say 15. Wow. That is You're way, not even going to try to way count? Off. Th- 36. How many NFL teams, teams. <laughs> have birds as their mascot? 36, I said. You are both terrible oh, at this. It's five. The Falcons, oh, the Eagles, the Ravens, yeah, the, the Cardinals, and the Seahawks. This is the Seahawks, five teams. the Eagles. I was like, come on, guys. No points awarded. Who's winning? We got to wrap up. Right now, it's Fitz. I got one more question, but yeah, you're already in the lead. Half point. Okay. Well, who, who, is it my question or his? It would be Fitz's question. Okay, I'll, I'll see if I can just put it in, put him in the ground. All right. The Green Zone is the latest millennial-friendly broadcast graphic to help people understand the action on the field in the NFL. Uh, so far, no one likes it, but we all love that yellow stripe, that first downline graphic. Uh, but it was also hated initially. What year did the yellow stripe appear on our NFL broadcast? I don't know. My God. Uh, 99? The year is 1998. You get the point. <laughs> <laughs> Who's mama? A yo mama. His mama. Tanner. My mama. You've had a couple. You've had a couple wins. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fits happens live. The Fit Show. Welcome to the show, everybody. Um, you know it is September 11th today, and this is a day that we all need to uh, remember. Never forget. Never forget. Reflect. Um, something I will I will never ever forget, and something uh, America will never ever forget. I do walking tours of the 9/11 memorial for the 9/11 Tribute Center, and I meet people on my tours from all four corners of the globe. On every one of my tours, I mention that. Most people don't remember what they did yesterday, but I have had so many guests on my tours come up to me and say that they remember every single detail about where they were and what they were doing on September 11th, regardless of where they're from. When you talk to anybody, say, you know, and you tell them where you were on September 11th, they'll tell you exactly where they were, because even though they may not have been in the building, but they'll definitely remember where they were. People always remember every single moment of that day around the world, because September 11, 2001, is not just New Yorker's story. It's not, it's not just my story, but it is international. Uh, part of history and a history of every single person in the world. Never forget where I was. I was uh, I was a baby DJ in Dallas, Texas, and I was doing a night show at a station in uh, a station in Dallas, Texas called Kiss FM. And uh, oh, I uh, I walked in. I uh, I was woke up and uh, I walked in live to the second plane mm-hmm. hitting as mm-hmm. I walked in the room wow. and I saw it uh, and I remember thinking at that point I was just like all I want to do is protect my babies that's all I cared about not, uh, not you know yeah, yeah. I remember thinking are we under attack like what is going on I mean I, yeah. I was the same way for me I, I was in bed 
and I had a radio shift that was coming up, but mine was during the day, so I was I was getting ready for the day. Right. And my mother actually had come in. She was screaming. I mean, she she screamed, "Oh my god!" Because she had seen the first, and she was watching the footage. And I ran in, and mm-hmm. that's whenever I too saw the second plane. For me, I was in my second week of kindergarten. I know I'm only 22 years old, but this is one of the first memories that I Do have you, was this tragic event. Tell me about how, how detailed these memories are for you, if you don't mind. This is engraved in my mind. It's I, I was sitting on my mom's bed, and she had a TV in her room, and I was sitting there just watching, because every morning she would have the news on. Yeah. And she came in, and she said, son, a tragedy happened today. Hmm. And you'll never forget that. You were, just, you were just a baby. Yeah. Drew, you were actually, uh, Mike, right around the time you were uh, uh, a United States Marine. Tell me what you remember about 9-11. Well, I was out of active duty time. I was in my reserve time. And in fact, I was right at the end of my reserve time. So I was basically looking at being done, getting out. Uh, I was managing a bar at the time. So my alarm clock went off, uh, and I used to listen to Howard Stern when he was in terrestrial radio. So my alarm, or, you know, it would come on clock radio. And it came onto that report, and I thought, oh, this is some bit they're doing. This is ridiculous. And then, but the seriousness of the way it was reported, yeah, and it yeah. wasn't anyone from Howard Show, it was just a news broadcaster, mm-hmm. a female. And I, so I, I had a TV in the room, I turned it on, and that's when I realized what's happened. And for me, the experience was I thought, well, here we go. Like I'd been a Marine all through peacetime for, for eight years at this point, or six years at that point. And I thought, well, I'm not getting out next month, because next wow. month, October, was my last month and, in and, the Marine Corps. And you were thinking, wow, something's here about to go, go down. Here, here, here we go. Yeah. We're going to war. Yeah. Wow, we're yeah. going to war. That's, I mean, a lot of people, we had no idea what to think. And not only that, but then I happened to also be on the radio in the city where George Bush was on Air Force One. And he he flew down to Barksdale Air Force Base, which is in my town. Shreveport, Louisiana. And that's where he yeah. did yeah. his press conference from. Wow. wow. So it was a big deal then, too. Where were you? On this day, we'd love to hear from you, uh, and you could, you know, even post on our Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash/FollowFence. Your attention, please. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For, real. for real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. Stand by with the Tuesday reality check. The prize private concert inside of Grand Central Station. Sir Paul thrilling a few hundred friends, fans, and total strangers at the New York landmark, helping to kick off his new album, Egypt Station. That's huge news. Sir Paul McCartney uh, this last weekend had an impromptu concert in the middle of Grand Central Station was in Jimmy, New York City. Was Jimmy Fallon with him or he just or did Paul McCartney cause I, he I invited they a bunch of people. Yeah a bunch Jimmy of celebrities Fallon, showed up. Uh, Meryl Streep, Chris John Rock. Bon Jovi Chris Rock, yeah a lot of people showed They up. did something else that was kind of crazy They, uh, I guess they were in the NBC building and as people were taking tours in the elevators when they went to a random floor Jimmy Fallon and Paul McCartney would be outside of it like having a random conversation. Yeah. The elevator would open and then it would close and the people were like oh my at one point, oh they were God. playing ping pong against each other. Yes. Yeah, it was super fun. And having like an argument, you know? It's cool to see the old guy still having fun out there, yeah. promoting his stuff. I mean, my God, you're right. I mean, he's a, he's a bait-o. And when you're he, a bait-o... He, he's the only one left? Uh, no, Ringo. 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 Yeah, Ringo's but, left. Well, where's Ringo ever? That's always <laughs> you been never the question. Hear about him. He, he's playing at wine yards across the nation. <laughs> <laughs> wine yards? Yeah, he plays a lot of wineries. <laughs> wine yards. 
All right, Drew, what else is happening? Well, uh, vineyards? Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. I'm not fancy. He's a vineyard. I drink wine out of a box. Are you kidding me? Uh, on a more serious note, uh, talking about 9-11, there's, there's still a lot of news about 9-11. Of course, where there's a ton of tribute going on today and had been going on over the weekend. Um, we talk a lot about the death toll from 9-11, you know, that, that 2,753 number. And only just over 1,600 of those are actually identified. There's, I never there's knew about that. 1,100 that remain without positive identification, but through DNA and other techniques that are just now opening up. They're able to identify more of those bodies I mean, all the time from remains. Happening right they, now, yeah, they currently. say there's remains they've gone back to four and five times as techniques improve to try and wow. build uh, DNA profiles for them. I just think it's so sad for the families. Oh, they, it's they the don't have thing that ever. closure. They can't, you know. Right. It's just, and, uh, and then on top of that, we've actually added to that death toll as they officially add people who are dying from the after effects mm-hmm. of. The rescue operations yes. and stuff like that. And, right. Yeah, and the cancer, we're seeing those effects. So it's something that continues to affect Americans to this day. So, you know, hopefully there's some sort of comfort in, in these families knowing that when they, I don't when they look, have you have you seen the beautiful Victory Tower? Have I've been there. Yes. And I'm not even going to give away about one of the most unbelievable things I, I experienced there because it's something you, ha- you, you just have to see it when you get there. But it is a, a beautiful, beautiful building. The... Uh, that was built in, in in all of their memories, right? You know, uh, well, the victims of Flight 93, which is the plane uh, that went down in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, that the passengers took over, you know, fought back and it crashed into a field to prevent it from going back. They think it was going to crash into the the Capitol building. Uh, the 40 people that lost their lives in that flight, uh, crew and passengers, are being. Uh, honored with a tower, 93 foot tall yeah. tower. Uh, wow. With uh, mm-hmm. there's going to be one wind chime for each person with its own unique sound. So it's meant to be like the voices of those victims that will ring forever. Wow, that's they beautiful. had a ceremony on Sunday to uh, you know commemorate it, and it has like its eight initial chimes. So it'll eventually be all 40. This day we will never forget. There you go. The Tuesday reality check. Fitch happens live. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Welcome back to the show. Hope you're having a good day uh, wherever you are. At home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. And it's also a good time uh, since it's Tuesday to tell a friend Tuesday, a friend, coworker, or loved one of yours. Call them up, send them a text, and say, hey, get your butt to the doctor if you haven't been for a minute. Just go get a physical. 2018 is so easy. It never hurts. And and you're right. I mean, it's what doctors and stuff are for, right? So tell a friend Tuesday, just go get checked out. Always a good thing to do. There's Drew. There's Tanner, the millennial. And uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south, is here. And uh, she is telling us that she has an unbelievable, top secret, shortcut Netflix hack. Did I get that right? Yeah. This is a true Netflix hack. It's this really cool feature on Netflix that almost no one knows exists you can actually request to see certain shows or films on netflix you can actually request for these shows or what? films to be added to your library like True that's not on story. netflix right B- before they come out i don't get it request no. um basically netflix already has like a library that you have to choose from yes well if Something that you want to watch is not in that library. There is actually a hidden feature in Netflix's 
help section and you can access it. You can ask for any three movies or TV shows of your choice by filling in the online form. And um, the company says there's no guarantee that you're going to get them, but they will look into adding them to your library because some some of these requests can't be Do they pull them from other people, I guess? Other companies that have them? I'm wondering because they have to have the rights to like major broadcast. That's what I'm getting to. Correct. So Netflix has guidelines that point out that some of these requests can't be granted just simply due to licensing issues. But if there's no problem, then they'll totally add whatever TV shows or movies you want. It's kind of like you're requesting a song on the radio a little bit. Get ready, Golden Girls. (laughs) I wonder if they can get shows in a limited basis without the big licensing agreement. Like maybe if you You fits requests Golden Girls, maybe they can deliver it to you without having to do the big licensing because it's not to everyone. But like maybe I just get it for like three days or something like that and watch all the watch all the episodes I want and then. It, then it's kind of over, right? Maybe. It's kind of like when you rent a movie, I guess, on TV. Yeah, it could kind be more of. like a rental. Like sure. a rental. Oh, my god! I love this. I'm freaking out. And then maybe they pay uh, these other companies maybe just a little rental sort like of a smaller, fee. A smaller Which comes fee. out of what right. you pay them on a monthly basis. Mm. Well, they do have a, a truckload of money. I mean, they've, they're spending $9 billion on development this year on new shows and show development. That's the thing with Netflix. I mean, they are they are looking for shows and content just like you said, they're they're throwing money at people. Yeah. They it's have where huge everyone amounts of money. in Hollywood's going. Everyone's like going over to YouTube right. to try, or, or, or Netflix. To Netflix to try and get their stuff bought now because the networks always say no. Netflix always says yes. Well, it's almost like they have all this money in this room and it's like stacked to the ceiling and they have to just like throw it out. Well, think about how I much think that's what's the, happening right now. Think about all the cash that's coming in. I mean, people pay 10 to $15 a month for their yeah. service and that's a constant flow. Yeah. So anyway, I just thought it was really cool that you can actually go to the Netflix help section you can uh, look for this hidden feature that you just are able There's to request. Yeah, three TV shows or movies. So like instant gratification sort of thing. Kind of. Like request it and see if you can get it. Right. All right, cool. Stand by, you guys. The reality check is on the way. More of Fitz Happens Live coming up. You better tell somebody. Ow! This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. Welcome back to the show, uh, everybody, and uh, check out our website, followfits.com. You can always get the PAB right there, which is the podcast after the broadcast. You know, earlier we, we, we were sharing our stories about where we were on, uh, on 9-11, and for Drew, it's, uh, you know, I, was, I was a baby DJ in Dallas doing a nighttime show, and uh, Bethany the Mouth from the South was in Bossier City, Louisiana on the radio. Tanner, you were just, you, you were in kindergarten. Yeah. But Drew, you were just like toward the end of, of uh, your term as a United States Marine. Is that right? I had one month left in my enlistment. I was scheduled to get out in October of 2001. Wow. And, and then I would have two years of what they call inactive reserves, which means you don't have to do anything, but you're on a roster somewhere wow. so they can still call you up. You're supposed yeah. to be available. Yeah. 
So, so, so like um, after September 11th, that time, and probably what years after? How, how long after that were you thinking I could get called up? Two years for the entire wow. two years, wow. I was basically waiting because that two years is when our efforts started ramping up. Uh, when when the U.S. war efforts started wow. ramping up, starting pretty much on that day forward, and I expected any minute. And how do you how do you daily sort of you know prepare yourself mentally for that? Just just with the understanding of you know what this is what I signed up for, and yep. if I get the call, I get the call. It was one of the most profound external experiences I've ever had. I I just remember that day having this like sense of like a bucket of cold water just like my life just changed today like for me personally through my no, life just through changed. no actions of your own yeah, really this is going to send me down a completely different path than what i was expecting for the next few years let me ask you another question it might be a little twist for you so that's obviously how you felt personally what did it did did your patriotism change did you did you feel like I want oh, absolutely. to do something now. I, I I went through every range of, am I going to right now immediately re-enlist and add time and make sure that I'm part of this effort? Um, I, I mean, I went, like everyone, I went through that. I mean, there are people who were out. I mean, we saw massive enlistment at that time. And I was in and thinking, well, I'm going to have to extend. I need to keep doing this. I need to keep going for this. Wow. There's work to be done. Yep. On September 11th, 2001, our very freedom came under attack. Hey, we're trying to recoup. We lost all units here at this area. Today, we pause to remember a day that tested our country. Tower 2 has had a major explosion and what appears to be a complete collapse. There's no possible way to begin to describe it. Nearly 3,000 lives were lost in the deadliest attack on American soil in our history. This is a moment to pause and, and reflect, to heal and to rededicate ourselves to the American spirit. May God bless the victims, their families, and America. Of one nation indivisible. The Fit Show. And now, and now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here standing by with the news that did not make the news. I'm going to take you out of New York. Stupid's what got you there, folks. Right out of the courtroom, you see, there's a lawyer in New York right now who has run tons of ads promoting himself as the DWI guy. Folks, coming out on the DWI guy. Any day, work or play, the DWI guy will be there right away, you see. But last Friday, the DWI guy was busted for a DWI. <laughs> well, I guess he's the best person to get one. He knows how to get out of it. I guess you would think. Well, he, well you he know what? Nobody should himself. get one. They're, Nobody they're should get one. That's, That's a yeah. right. stupid thing to do. Um, so, yeah, he's uh, he's waiting to see a judge. Page two. <laughs> what, what are you, are you kidding, kidding me? me? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you out of the beautiful state of Colorado. Something's fishy. Uh. <laughs> a guy in Colorado recently called the Popo after he found somebody had shoved expensive smoked salmon in his gas tank. Oh, man. Expensive? That's a waste of smoked salmon. Yeah, get the cheap stuff. Right? He was sure it was his neighbor, Lewis. I wonder what Lewis is. And and, uh, Lewis had admitted that uh, he'd he'd smoked salmon for dinner the night before, but uh, denied doing it at first. But but then uh, they they figured it all out, and it was this uh, enable rivalry. A neighbor. 
rivalry. Yeah, what kind of beef leads to this action? It wasn't beef, it was salmon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen, you got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is going to be epic. Let's do it. Now. Now back to the Fit Show. Fits happens. Live. Everybody, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. How's everybody doing today? You good? <laughs> well, welcome to what I consider really, you know, one of the toughest days of the week. It really is. No question. Um, But you know what? It's It's... Beginning of the week, it's another week starting over. And sometimes, believe it or not, you guys, I feel like it's my obligation to kind of let you know through song about some stuff going down in the world. Is that okay with you? You know, we've done this That's before. Cool. Mm-hmm. I actually ask you all to participate with yeah. me in, in song. I've yes. actually learned a, Quite often during the show. <laughs> I look forward to this because it's a bunch of new stories that I don't even know about. <laughs> well, not only that, but um, in wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, Feel free to sing along because another week is starting over. Serena Williams going cray and now we have more hurricanes. NFL is back going on week two. More Amarosa audio, she's making her own TV show. North Korea, South Korea, where did those nukes go? Today we remember 11 of September, it's a day many lost their lives right in front of our eyes. Afghanistan, SEAL Team 2753, Bin Laden blown away, God bless the USA. Another week starting over, yeah we're going insane and it's only Tuesday. Another week started over, there'll be much more crazy by this time on Friday. Another week started over. Yeah, we're going insane, and it's only Tuesday. Another week starting over. There'll be much more crazy by this time on Friday. Yes. Let's remember today, you guys. This happens live. This, the pride of the P1s, is the Fit Show. It happens live. Everybody, welcome back to the show. Drew is there. Uh, Tanner the Millennial right over there. Somebody needs to tell Bethany the mouth from the south to stop fronting today. She's been fronting. <laughs> Why you be what? fronting? Man, she's straight up fronting on me. Wow. Why you be fronting today? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know I was fronting. Until you you know said hey, stop fronting. Hey, can I tell you what I'm fronting about here? I, here's what's got me fronting. Is that, uh, you know, we got to get some group photos today and stuff. And so I got this kind of big beard right now and I've been... You know, um, some of our management, they, they want us to get new photos and, you know, for some things to, to promote the show. And I got this big beard and I'm wondering if they're going to be mad. So that's oh. what I'm fronting about it, today. It's winter. It's a winter beard. I, I don't you, think that's fronting. I think that's fretting. I think you, uh, they want you to put some just for men in that beard. <laughs> oh, no, I like it. That's what they said about the werewolf in True Blood. Joe Manganiello? Mm-hmm. Joe Manganiello. Have I've you ever seen, seen you ever see his beard? 
Yeah, he's, he's very got these great. little. Yeah, he does have. Sil- no, it's little. a silver thing coming mm-hmm. down on the side. Mm-hmm. How do you like that? Well, he's also got Sofia don't, Vergara, don't, so it worked for him. But don't that be, came yeah, after. Yeah, you're right. Don't be mad, Tanner, that you have this, this whelp of a this, whelp. This, this mass of fur between your Adam's apple <laughs> and chin. It's not hair, Tanner. It's fur. It's fur. I'm an animal now. Roots with the fur. Tanner yeah, that's the, true. I am jealous of your beard. Tanner the Millennial uh, is, is about... I'm, no, I'm surprised. You're, you're probably going to battle wrap my beard today. I wish I would You're going to go after it? <gasps> no, I'm not. Next week. Next, Next week. Right. So Tanner the Millennial, every single week, uh, battle wraps a person, place, thing, or idea. Who are you going after today? I am going against nature today. I am battle wrapping Hurricane Florence. Why? You're mad at the hurricane. I am mad at the hurricane. She needs to no. back off. And she- Vanilla Bean... You want something funky fresh? Give me something funky fresh. There you go. Oh! Oh! Hurricane Florence, get out of here. Nobody wants you near. Hurricane Florence, don't mess with Vanilla Bean. I will kick you straight up in the spleen. I'm coming for your eye. This hurricane is gonna die. Trust me, I'll call Bill Nye. Bye, bye. You know he's not a scientist. Coming for the Northeast? What's your beef? Vanilla beans being cold for instant relief. Rocky like a hurricane, that's insane. We are tired of that rain, you be spraying. High winds, get out of here. Vanilla bean, gonna bite your ear. Messing with America, <laughs> about to get down. I'm about to make this wind frown. I'm down, here to say, don't mess. With America today, Hurricane Florence, you are deported. Vanilla Bean, just lit the torches. Oh! Oh! Not your, not your best work, man. You I got kind of deep there. Lit the torches like an angry mob. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> there's some symbolism <laughs> in yeah. it. Yeah. You got deep about the hurricane. He's been reading. I agree, man. The hurricanes are getting cray cray, and and the weather's crazy and. And who better? I mean, I can't even keep up with with all the uh, the storms right now. Can you guys? Yeah. No, no, they're saying that it's incredibly rare that we have storms in the Atlantic and the Pacific at the same time right now. That's super really? rare. Yeah. Bill Nye and I are about to take him down. Bill Nye isn't going to do anything. He's not even a scientist. He claims he is. He's not. He's got like a Period. bachelor's degree. I love Bill Nye. Or he he's says got more he's of a degree it. than I do. <laughs> and you too, Fitz. <laughs> hey. How dare you make fun of me and the rest of our college dropouts? <laughs> Paul's dropouts unite! Uh, If you'd like uh, to suggest something for Vanilla Bean to battle rap, let us know right now. Follow Fitz.com. The Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what have we learned today for Tuesday, September 11th, 2018? And uh, as always, let us know what you picked up from today's program. Here's what I learned. I learned that approximately 2,300 Americans went to the emergency room last year because of pizza. I repeat, because of pizza injuries like uh, cuts and burns and and falls when even like delivery people are are going up to the house trying to deliver the pizza. Drew, we found out you were really, really burned real bad. Yeah, by Totino's Pizza Roll. What I want to know is where's the PSA, man? We've got to teach people to pizza responsibly. Hey, just just like love, pizza hurts. A pizza service announcement, right. Yeah, All right. you go. Uh, Hey, Drew, what about you? What did we learn today? I learned, this is really interesting, I learned from perspective that Tanner was a kindergarten kid when 9-11 happened. 
back yeah. in 2001. Wow. So it's like his first real built-in memory. Yeah. That's, that's so different from the rest of us. Wow. It's interesting. So, and uh, uh, 17 years ago, right? Yeah. Kind of like the only world he really knows. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, as far as like major news events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tanner the Millennial, what have we learned today? I learned that Sir Paul McCartney, he performed an impromptu show at... Grand Central Station, New York City. Man, I would freak out if I saw like one of the Beatles in person. Heck yeah, Can you imagine? Like 200 bucks to see him in person. I normally. guess I'm, prob- I'm probably one of the only people that would be like, what's up? <laughs> oh, I would straight up. The Beatles! I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I totally get that he was the Beatle. Yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I, w- I would okay. throw up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it is Sir Paul. I mean, it's yeah. a big deal. He's an icon. Yeah. And uh, over there is Bethany, the mouth from the South. What have, what have you, uh, you learned today? You know what? I learned that on September 11th, that the total number of people that were actually killed in the, uh, in the actual attack, 2,753, but over 1,100 of those people still have not mm. been identified or they are unaccounted for. Yeah. And that is super sad for those uh, families that, you Yeah, know, can you imagine? They continue to work on it to this day. 17 years later, they're still working to identify. That's and let's, and let's think about uh, them today, the families that have to live with this, you know, every single year. And uh, it's a day we will never forget. And we'll see you tomorrow. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. I'm Tanner the Millennial. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.